Hi, I'm Ben. And I'm Katie, and welcome to 362. This is where we explore a broad range of ideas on all things affecting your body, your wellness, and your mind. And welcome back, viewers, to another episode of 360. We're happy to have you back again, and we hope you've been well since last time we chatted to you. How are you, Ben? I am always good. Wonderful. Always good. I'm sporting my Christmas socks. Oh, Christmas attire as we Christmas creep into Christmas attire. today. Mandatory. Just a, just a bit, bit of um, holiday cheer. Bit of holiday cheer. Holiday cheer point. to the time. So, yes, how have you been? Good. Very good. Nice. Busy coming into Christmas. Always. As per usual. Usually pushed. I hope I everyone's think, getting their Christmas stuff done. I always think like this year, I was like, no, no, this year's going to be different. Like I'm going to be so organized. Everything's going to be done early. It's not going to be stressful coming up to going away. Like it's going to be fine. It's never fine. It's always no, like I think things just seem to like snowball and there's like more and more and more and more to do before you go away. And people seem to push yet yeah, to try and get so much done coming to the end of the year because we know there's almost like a deadline if you're having um, holidays or getaways or mm. um, trying to get it all completed so when you go away you don't have it sort of hanging in the back of your mind because sometimes it's so hard to go away and um, disconnect when you know there's stuff in the back of your mind mm. that you have to come back to. Well, there's things trying to start and free, like beginning of new year is always when everyone wants to start fresh. Mm. Everything starts fresh. Exactly. And especially if you've had like a massively stressful time leading up to it, you can't just go on holidays and day one you're wound down and you're in holiday mode. Like it still takes you a good one or two days at least. A couple of days at least. To actually feel like you can relax and like... You're not on high alert and you don't feel like you're forgetting something. Mm. Or you've not rushed to get somewhere or pick something up or do Mm. something or someone expecting something from you, whether time, you know, like um, uh, just your presence of being there and stuff like that. Exactly. Which leads us into today. What Mm. we want to go over today is family time. They said it would be fun. We all have a romantic idea of family time and that it's going to be so lovely because we do love our family. And most people, I won't say everyone, most people love their family and would like to spend time with them because it's quite special. And mm. to be able to spend time with your family is something I think that- it's, and just on that, I think sometimes it's from, um, you know, like when you're a kid, the, the either the holiday or the romanticism with what certain times that you remembered that were happy. Mm. You, you know, like trying Christmas to get back in that, yeah, Christmas or doing things, you know, like family around, but yeah. And that's what you want. So family, navigating family time as an adult at any time can be challenging to say the least. Throwing in um, partners, in-laws, um, people that join your family group yes. um, out of sometimes obviously not your choice if your siblings, partners and either their family or, you know, children, how people parent, is totally you know, different. however, especially under people's, um, uh, if you bring up your children different to how your sibling has brought theirs up or things and beliefs and what goes on. So, yeah, sometimes it can end up putting uh, a um, fire underneath the pan in certain and it cases. it always happens when you're with, it always happens when people are with their um, partner's family generally. That's where it comes up. Well, it's a, you've they, never grown up. Like you've not grown no. up with them. So you're coming into a completely different environment so where forced with you had your Christmas traditions growing up and what you remember and they have theirs. Generally, they're quite different. Hmm. 
And it can be really tricky to navigate when you're an adult trying to get together with family and you really like essentially what we're trying to talk about avoiding today is the reactiveness, the passive aggressiveness, the family fights. Always love a bit of passive aggressive. No. Love a bit of Christmas <laughs> passive aggressiveness. That's always Try. a ball. Yeah, always goes down well. Always goes down real well. Especially generally, when you're in an intense environment with everyone Generally being together. that starts as a narky comment day yeah. one, two. Then mm. it's real passive aggressive day three. And well, then it's a fight by day four and five. Yeah, because we know that, that um, romanticism around around it and what you'd been building up to enjoy in that first day or two is great then from there being in this forced time it can yeah it can be then where you turn from um, responsive to reactive and it's the whole familiarity breeds contempt is you had that romantic idea and there's no doubt that you love your family but you have a certain idea of them and when you think about going away with them you're thinking about the good parts for the most part and then when you get there and you remember that, oh, I forgot you did that or, oh, I forgot you Yeah, niggle, little niggles or something. Yeah, little niggles yeah. about stuff start to get, um, yeah, it's like the splinter, I suppose, in your hand. It's okay in the first little bit sometimes when you get it there and then it festers and then it builds. Mm. Probably maybe a bad analogy, yeah, but anyway. That's disgusting, but okay. Festers, yeah, festers <laughs> and ghosts. Yeah, but it's the becoming be. reactive thing. It's the becoming reactive that's the biggest thing. For some reason, in our normal lives, like you said before, Ben, in our normal lives, we can be pretty calm and really quiet. We have a lot of space between a stimulus and a response, and we can use that space, and we're really quite thoughtful with people and very conscious of other people's feelings and then for some reason when it's our family parents siblings we'll have to love you so you feel that it's okay to say some stuff as soon as something comes out it normally happens when people start drinking well isn't it always great to throw a bit of alcohol in some stuff when there's also you know that auntie joan hates uncle bob or someone you know some alcohol and a bit of intense time together and suddenly everyone's eating popcorn and waiting for them to throw things at each other or something like that. I don't know. So that's happening. It happens in every family. Mm, I suppose. Mm. But yeah, it's um, it's something to be mindful that uh, when you usually, let's say, average person usually either moves out of their house from their family around that 18 to 20, 21, like somewhere in there, let's not go either end of the bookwork here and we throw someone being and yeah and they may still be at home that's okay but you've grown into your own person outside of being at home because i even know for me when going and staying with family perfectly fine in some of the mannerisms because you grew up around it all the time when you were a kid of what was acceptable but as you grow your own mannerisms and as you experience life and do things and don't actually realize that suddenly you're in control of that so you don't have to put up with it or you don't want to deal with that or that's not something that's okay in your household, that you've grown as a person separately. So then when you end up going back into um, into that family dynamic, sometimes if you haven't, if you're not a family like you had said before, if you're not a family that's grown in that group, like say you've moved out early or young, you know, mid-teens or something like that, you know, something has happened and caused you to be away, um, you've moved distance-wise, you're not someone who rings um, your family a lot, which sometimes people do, um, is that you've grown as a person different. Exactly. When you've grown as a person differently, you're, you're operating by the same map and rule book 
for each of those people that are entirely outdated. So you're running every for every person that you interact with that you know, you have a map and you have a rule book. That's how that person should behave. That's how they should interact with you. You should interact with them. That's what they do. That's what they don't do. That's what they believe in. That's what they don't believe in. I suppose when you consider this, it would be a bit like we had talked previously is that human beings are more heard Mm. Uh, mentality as well and when you know in a herd of things there's like pecking orders of different things and where people should be playing mm. their roles well you still have them know. in that set hierarchy yeah you know where they should be within the family tree you know where they should be so when you have them there and they all of a sudden don't operate by well your they don't role. play that ro- yeah they, they don't, don't play that role no, anymore as what you saw it the map mm. It's confusing. It's really confusing. And that's when it can get frustrating and you get annoyed with them or you still assume that they operate by that rule book. So, for example, if they were a – if they went through their, you know, 18 to 20s and were drinking heaps and kind of didn't have their life together and were a bit of a mess, if they were in that period and you still assume that when they're 30 30 or more – that they still don't have their life together because that was the last time you were kind of close to them, that becomes rough. So it's not accepting that that person has grown or developed new beliefs or changed their life. It's still operating by that same rule book or the same person that they were when they were a kid and assuming that they haven't changed and they can't change and they can't grow. But in that way, different experiences have caused people to have different goals and aspirations. Yes. So you can't ever end up assuming if someone doesn't do what you think you would have done in that situation that it is inertly wrong it's more that that's an experience that they've had somewhere or they've done other things to see that this is where they want to head because we're not all the same even though when we grew up as in a family uh, dynamic we we've ended up um all sort of going on what like you know majority of parents would be you know, you choose your own path, do what you want to do, more than happy to support you, everything this. But when you consider that what's built in that first, what we say, you know, one to six years, um, you've in, a, in effect been given that um, your uh, morals, your, you know, like your compass of what you've been given as far as your family, you know, dynamics of how this plays out, what mum and dad does, what they do, you know, people, uh, some people's families have obviously had to work, parents both working, they don't see them. Yeah, those first so you don't do that, years. you know, like, yeah, yeah, to when you went to school and even as you grew older is, yeah, mum and dad worked all the time and never really spent a lot of time. So therefore, the closeness that you may have had, it's probably not as much, you know, it's probably not there as much as what it should have been. Yeah. So um, being either accommodating or... um you know like seeing different point of views may not necessarily be there for you you may almost be reactive straight away because you you haven't been together that much yeah you don't have that, that closeness sense. to be able to well you don't you haven't had that closeness with that person to be able to be open and honest and know that it kind of comes down to that unconditional love thing knowing you can say whatever you need to say and they will love you regardless it if it comes down to that, you know that you can say Majority, whatever you yeah. need to say to that person. You can be open as honest as you want to, respectfully, of course, but it is going to be something that you're able to resolve. And I think that comes down a lot of the time, to, especially with siblings and parents, is being open but being curious. When you see them, if, you don't, if you're not close with your family all the time and you don't speak with them all the time and you haven't grown together, you've grown 
separately and then you come together to catch up once, twice a year, once every two years, however often that may be, and you don't speak all the time, is being openly curious about where people are at and non-judgmental. And like you said, recognizing that you've had different experiences since then, which form your perspectives. And just because you wouldn't have done something doesn't mean that it was wrong. Mm. It means that they formed their best judgment with the experiences that they had. And be curious about it. Like, for example, if you had a sibling who you hadn't seen for a little while and you really didn't know what they were up to, you only knew what they were up to, like, you know, two years ago intensely and then really vaguely since then, it'd just be be curious and spend a bit of time with them and ask the questions and what are they doing? Because curiosity kills judgment. You can't be judgmental while you're being curious. We I mean, you can be judgmental. You can be judgmental being nosy. We're talking about curiosity, not nosiness. Yeah. So it's being interested in what they're doing in their lives, so that you can have a better of an idea about where their perspectives have come from, and you can have a respect for. Look, that's not what I would have done, but good on you. But it's being interested in people's mm. lives as well for it. Which is sometimes important. as you grow apart, you know, like if you're apart a lot, sometimes that becomes. You know, like people aren't as interested in some stuff. Yeah. And I think even if siblings are, siblings especially, if they're quite similar, it can be challenging because you're similar enough to be the same in some things, but then different enough to be very different in other areas, which makes it challenging because you're almost playing by the, we're the same rule book, but then they're like, you have different experiences, so therefore you're going to do different things. Yeah, for sure. Mm. So um, doing that and being thrown into that intensive environment, sometimes there's obviously things you can do um, yourself to try and either downregulate or give yourself uh, be able to step away so that you don't become so reactive. Mm. And when you're in such that environment, everyone's staying together. If you're not separate and you end up doing holiday houses or you end up being all at once for a fair a chunk of time on a holiday where there's nowhere else to escape to or you're you're not able to do that it can end up being yeah really hard and we end up going to this uh, experience with our family under the pretense that I'm so happy to see everyone which is true and you do that and you can throw yourself in all at once so it almost becomes like we say about exercise as far as when someone's not exercised for a long time they end up coming into um, the gym or whatever and end up being, okay, I'm going to hit this, I'm going to hit it hard and I want to do five sessions a week and I want to do that for the next like 12 months out. and everything. You know, like it's all out. Whereas almost with that comparison, we need to end up saying it's okay to take that time early, do it, yes, but give yourself a bit of a break in between so it's not so much because we can see that people can end up hating it after a short period. Yeah, don't spend the entire first day together without a break and then Sometimes get to day be three and be like, yeah. oh my God, we need time apart. Yeah, yeah. be okay with the fact that um, in those first couple of days you may need to take an hour or two. Maybe you like to read. Maybe that's a chance for you to sit and listen to a podcast or listen to <laughs> a book or something. Yeah, like do that stuff for yourself that you may not get a chance to do when you're at work and you're going all the time take mm. the time to be able to kick back for it if you do like if you're going somewhere that you know you can go for a hike with your family or you know like you can just take everyone away for just a little bit mm. and an hour or so and let everyone be able to sort of 
breathe easy. We've not been together for 12 or 18 months or two years or whatever, and we're all coming all like together in this big colossal atomic bomb environment type thing is being able to yeah in some cases it can be it can be built up everyone's so excited so excited so excited or jump 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 and then after like a few hours or you know a day or two or three days everyone suddenly can't stand each other so it's more about being okay with taking that time early and cutting back i think so um is yeah taking that time out early so that it doesn't all compound because it will Mm. compound quite quickly but when you want to spend every waking moment together and chat because you want to catch up, organize time out and that's fine and make sure everyone's organized and everyone's going to be happier. Mm. I think the other thing that I find works quite well is one-on-one time with people because often if it is hard to fully catch up with people and get to see where they're at and what's going on and like talk to them properly in when there's so many people in the one place and like this is probably especially relevant because we're both introverts Mm. so as like it's easy to catch up with people one-on-one so that can be like going and getting coffee with someone going for a walk everyone together all at once it can be people doing things separately and that works really well to like talk to people it makes it heaps easier and it stops talking with people one-on-one often stops the snide remarks and the like little passive aggressive digs that come when you're in a group and i think it makes it easier to bring up anything that you need to bring up or to talk or to have more understanding and more curiosity because you're one-on-one with someone and it just makes it nicer like i think you're more intent as well like listening about what's going on rather than having you know you always know um parents end up being able to say that they can sort of drown out the sound of their children Mm-hmm. running around at 100 mile an hour just bouncing off the walls doing everything because cousins and you know getting together doing that but non-parents, can't drown, but non-parents it out. can't drown that out and sometimes that yeah if you can't be able to concentrate you know it's always you're chatting you're chatting chatting oh such and such oh leave that alone put that down drop that stop that leave that put that up oh what were you saying i didn't quite catch that you know like yeah. that's and that's not being intent with what's going on and then mm-hmm. people can end up being you know Katie really didn't listen to me while she was too busy chasing after a kid, you know, yelling at someone or someone. Yeah, it it can end up making and feeling like a sense of it's not really that important. I do sort of need to listen to it, but it's not something that's really floating my boat. So, yeah, that is good sometimes where you can, siblings, partners, whatever, can be able to sort of go and have some one-on-one sit and have a coffee. You don't all need to go at once um, to do that. Like I know last time I was away, I would have – coffee with my parents and that was like quiet chat in the morning if i went for a walk i'd go for a walk with my mum, and that way again quiet went to the shops once or twice with my sister and that was just nice and quiet like it's just separating and segmenting those times so that it's not because you're going to have dinners together and meals yeah, together. Like yeah. you can pretty much count that you're going to most have most, things, meals, yeah, together. most meals together. Breakfast, sometimes mm. people don't, but usually dinners are pretty close with pretty most close. of that, especially if you're barbecuing or something or other. Mm, definitely. So, yeah. What else do you think? What else? So, yeah, I, th- I think with that, um, don't store. So I've seen lots of instances, especially personal and stuff where people – um, in families don't talk to each other after an incident that's happened under either an intense or time away or something that's gone and they don't ever want to do that again or they don't um, they harbor it later on or they start to yeah, feel resentment towards later uh, you know when they come back from their holiday or whatever and really hold it and ensuring that you have open communication and 
particularly like you had said about one-on-one, is being able to have that communication with that one person. Because we know what can happen sometimes when there's so many people around family environment and you really try to call people out or something's happened and you, you take really reactive, you know, like um, offense to something, um, it can end up forcing people into side-taking. Mm. and then it starts to build people against each other and then you start the whole I'm not going to talk to that person because they sided with John and that's you know like whatever mm. that sort of stuff so it's it's about being open with while you're in the uh, in the moment or being able to catch up with that person while you're still away before you go back to your normal knee normality mm. as, as such as being able to say hey you know when you did this in front of everyone or whatever I, I felt you belittled me it's not something that's something I really felt you know was is is tight to my beliefs is that I don't like doing that or that I don't feel that yeah or that feel, that, yeah. yeah or letting them know that that's mm-hmm. how you feel and that that then just goes hey sorry I didn't you know being okay and being open with it hey don't be such a wussy pants no it's more about I'm sorry I didn't understand that that's how it made you feel but you can't you can know that's only perception then Mm. you're guessing how that's done and if it wouldn't have worried you like if something had you said wouldn't have worried you if it was coming from the other way you don't know what someone's experience from that is potentially when you've gone away and you're not in that family Mm. dynamic and it's that just comes back to respecting other people's opinions Mm. like you'll find things generally come up over politics health and habits Hmm. they'll be like the three things it's politics health and habits that are normally disrespected the most and are the most touchy for people so like for example if you know it's going to end if you know it's going to end that way then probably be smarter uh, not putting yourself in that situation sometimes and sort of hearing clear of it exactly and it's just a for you respecting other people but them respecting you as well and it's having that time in one-on-one to even speak to them be like hey ben but being open this with how that, yeah, being open with how that makes you feel. Definitely. And it's always, always frame this as that made me feel mm. because you're not telling the other person. No, how it's, it's. Ben, when you said that XYZ, that made me feel, mm. that made me feel pretty upset or like you really didn't care or something like that. Whereas if I said, Ben, you don't care. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> you made me upset. It's putting it onto the other person as, that's their really fault your, that yeah. you're feeling the way you're feeling. But, but instead, it's yours. It's, you made me feel like mm. this. And often there wasn't that intention there. No. It was just something that was said and that wasn't the intention and it's kind of like, oh, like, I'm sorry. That's not that's not what this was meaning to do. Yeah, for sure. And I think it's being respectful also that, yes, people can have their opinions on their stuff, mm. but I don't think it's a point of time. Like you're thinking about more family time as time together experience with together you know like doing that stuff um but if you've always got that person in your family that's continually trying to harbor on their views Mm. onto you all the time i think that also is a chance to be open and end up saying you know thanks harry i know that that's how you feel but this is we've listened to that every day for the last four days your feelings on that it's time to let like we understand how you feel about that that. let's put that to rest we're not going to change our points you're not going to change yours let's move on we know that we have differences that's fine it's rather than trying to spend that family time trying to convert everyone Mm. it's more about spending the time as enjoying the moments exactly whereas trying to get stuck with that but um yeah and i would say the last thing there is probably don't overcommit. i think where things break out the most is when people have had such a 
hectic time and a stressful time trying to get organized for holidays, traveling to holidays normally, and then they get there and it's like activities and things are just jam-packed and booked back to back to back to back to back to back to try and squeeze as much into that holiday because you want it to be full and let's do things Hmm. but then you almost get home and you need a holiday from your holiday but when you're with family and you're in that tight environment if you just jam pack that and you overcommit yourself all the time you've gone from a stressed environment into an even more overwhelming stressful environment that's not work it's meant to be fun but when it is back to back to back to back and your nervous system is you just keep going and then everyone gets tired and it's when everyone gets tired that that's when things go bust like it just like this thing, the straw gets up, get out. the string gets thinner and thinner and thinner and thinner and then bam, mm. breaks and everyone gets reactive. And that's not where you want to end it. So it's no, because usually like say at the end, yeah. Have your activities booked and really enjoy them, but then have your time out. Yeah. And time out is good and time out's okay and you don't need to spend every waking minute with your family. Mm. If you have gone from not seeing them for just 6, 12, 18 months to staying with them and spending every waking minute. Seven. And the only time you have apart is from 9 to 10 o'clock when you go to bed minimum mm. to then six in the morning, in 6 the morning. or 7 when you wake up, you walk out and you start chatting for breakfast. Yeah. If you have those eight hours and you're sleeping for most of them and that's all the time you have, that is not enough. And it's like just a recipe for disaster. Yeah. But at the sure. end of the day, recognize that enter even if you struggle with your family even if it's not even if you love them but you know that it's always challenging to be there try and enter with a frame of you're so grateful to be able to spend time with these people yeah and again some people don't get that some people don't get that and you have that family around and the ability to do that and even though that's hard to hold on to when you have someone trying to pick apart and passive aggressively tell you mm. that you didn't do something good enough. Yeah, or the expectations of you is not up to where they think they should be. Exactly. Then try to enter that again. Spend the one-on-one time with people. Be curious about what's going on in their lives and take time out because you're all grown grown ass adults mm. and you need to be able to spend your time apart because you're not kids in a house that spend no. 24 hours a day together. Yeah, that's right for sure. It's probably a good place to wrap it up. I think so. Yeah, a lot of stuff to um, to digest there. But we hope that you have a fabulous holiday. So if you have any questions about what we've spoken to today, feel free to reach out to us. But other than that, we hope you have a happy and safe Christmas and you have a wonderful holiday break with some family time, some R&R, um, and you come back next year feeling refreshed and a very happy New Year. Um, but we will chat to you in the New Year and... Other than that, if you have any questions, let us know and we'll chat to you again soon. Thank you, viewers, for tuning in to another episode of 360 View. You can follow us on Instagram at 360view.co to stay up to date with everything we're doing and tag us in your podcast listening. If you found value in today's episode, leave us a like, a review, and a five-star rating. If you know someone who could benefit from listening to this episode, give it a share. And if you have any questions, shoot us a DM on Instagram and we'll answer them on the show. Thanks again, viewers, and we'll chat to you in the next one.